You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Hello and good afternoon, everybody. Uh, welcome to this week in your daily Star Trek news. Today is Saturday, November 13th, 2021. Coming up on the show today, well, uh, the big news is that uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 4 is about to start, so we've got some information there. We've also got new details on uh, what's going to happen for the rest of the season of Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, and additionally to that, we're talking about the new Star Trek film, which has been delayed. Uh, and also, Will Wheaton's wife, Anne, has talked about uh, a really scary medical incident that Will had back in August. My name is Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Now, if you are listening to me on the podcast today, I would like to invite you to come over and join us on the live stream over on YouTube. We do that every Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, there are lots of people in the chat, uh, and it's a tremendous amount of fun. I do the news, we do a little bit of show and tell, and then we talk about uh, today's poll, which I will get onto in a second. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to remind you that all of the news stories that we talk about today are on dailystartreknews.com. We've got uh, more pictures, videos, links to all of the original sources, uh, and there's extras on there too, like a little bit of trivia or the week's events listing. So please go and check that out. Uh, anyway, I promised you guys a poll. Uh, if you're watching me live today on YouTube, there is a poll in the chat. So please put your, uh, put your vote in there. Uh, this is also run running simultaneously with the poll on Twitter, which is uh, twitter.com forward slash daily trek news, daily trek news. Um, but what's the poll? Okay, so the poll today is... Which supporting character are you most looking forward to seeing back in action in Star Trek Discovery Season 4? Of course, that starts uh, this coming Thursday, so yay. Uh, <laughs> I've picked some, uh, I don't know, they're my favorite characters, so you guys can tell me. Write-in votes are accepted, by the way. Uh, you've got your choice between uh, Jet Reno, uh, Linus the Saurian, Owo and her gold eyeliner, uh, and Grudge the Cat. So your four choices again, Reno, Linus, Owo, and Grudge the Cat. Let me know what you think. Uh, you can uh, participate in the poll here in the chat or over on Twitter at Daily Trek News. So uh, go and check that out and we'll, we'll check in on the results at the end of today's show. So, right, let's go ahead and get started and... Um, <laughs> As, as I seem to be starting off the show a lot lately, uh, we have another two members of our Star Trek family who have sadly passed away this week. Uh, one, the obituary is already up on our site. Uh, the other one uh, you'll come, uh, you'll see in the next couple of days. Um, so the first is Dean Stockwell, who you have no doubt heard uh, by now. Um, he's famous for many other things besides Star Trek, but he was a guest star on Star Trek. Uh, Deadline.com reported his death of natural causes on November 7th. Um, he was 85 years old, and most of you will remember him uh, by, from, from the part of Al Calavici on Quantum Leap, where he, of course, played opposite Scott Bakula. Now, they would be reunited many years later on the set of Star Trek Enterprise. Um, Dean Stockwell played a Tandaran by the name of Colonel Gratt in the episode uh, Detained. Uh, so that's that one. Um, that obituary, uh, which has a little bit more information about um, his career and his life, that's up on dailystartreknews.com. 
The next one, which uh, we just found out about uh, yesterday, I believe, was Gavin O'Herlihy. He was um, a pretty prolific actor, and he was known primarily for playing, um, well, not primarily. He has a very lengthy um, uh, Hollywood uh, credit sheet. Uh, he played um, Chuck Cunningham, uh, one of the Chuck Cunninghams in Happy Days, and Ron Howard had a very uh, moving tribute to him on Twitter to, uh, this week as well. Um, he was, uh, he played the Kazon leader uh, Majay Jabin uh, in the Voyager series premiere episode, Caretaker. Uh, his death was reported um, earlier this week. I'm sorry, I don't have the date. Uh, it was reported by the Irish Post and also uh, he has an obituary in The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, he was 70 years old and he died in the UK. Uh, that, that obituary, that full one is to come uh, in the next couple days when we get that posted. But uh, please check dailystartreknews.com for these two. Uh, and please join me and everybody here um, with uh, sending regards to their families. All right. So the big news this week really is that we're starting up with Star Trek Discovery Season 4. And <laughs> it's kind of crazy because it, if you remember back to last year at the height of the pandemic, we really weren't sure when we were going to get Season 3. And since then, we've had Season 3 and we're just going full steam ahead into Season 4. Uh, so once again, that's coming up this Thursday um, on Paramount Plus and other places around the globe. Um, but um, one of the things that I was really happy to see was there was an interview that um, uh, Decider published this week with um, Wilson Cruz and Anthony Rapp, uh, and they were talking about Jet Reno uh, <laughs> and Tignataro in particular, who um, early on in filming of season four, she was not able to go to Toronto, and so we weren't really sure what her role was going to be like in season four. And of course, she is in the future with the rest of the Discovery crew. Uh, but for those of you Jet Reno fans... I am one of them. Uh, you'll be really pleased to know that she's going to be in what Wilson Cruz calls a lot. <laughs> His quote was saying she's in it a lot uh, in the time that they had, uh, we, they really put her to work. So she's been up there in Toronto filming recently and um, and made up for lost time, apparently. Um, Anthony Rapp, who plays Paul Stamets, and of course they have such a great like um, bickering relationship. Uh, he says he would love to see her in every episode, but um, uh, we're going to get enough uh, is, is what's going on. Um, also, just over, over the next week, keep an eye on social medias and stuff. I think we'll probably do a post earlier this week with all the preview pictures that we have. If we see any more trailers, get yourself excited for Star Trek Discovery Season 4. It's going to be a pretty big season. Uh, and once again, that starts on Thursday uh, on uh, Paramount Plus and other places around the world. Uh, if you do not have a Paramount Plus subscription already, please consider doing that through Daily Star Trek News. We have an affiliate link with them, which helps us out a little bit. Uh, you can find out all the details on that at dailystartreknews.com forward slash Paramount Plus with a P-L-U-S. Um, all right. So <laughs> for those of you who were here last week, uh, I went on a rather lengthy rant about how I thought it was such a wonderful idea that they were going to be putting Star Trek Prodigy and Star Trek Discovery on simultaneously. I thought that was a really great test of uh, Paramount Plus's ability to show two different Star Trek series with different demographics on at the same time. <laughs> 
and they like to prove me wrong. So, uh, so that's not going to happen basically is what the deal is. So th this was announced, uh, quite early last week, uh, Prodigy's going on hiatus. Uh, there was a press release that kind of dropped a few little bombs. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, so uh, let me back up a second. The, the big news of the press release was that Star Trek Prodigy has been renewed for season two. So they've officially said we're having a season two of Star Trek Prodigy. I don't think any of us are surprised. But in the same press release, they also announced that not only are we getting a season two, but that season one is actually going to be twice as long as we originally thought. Now, I, I did some research into this to try and find if they'd ever actually said anywhere how long season one was going to be, and I actually couldn't find anything directly from Nickelodeon or Viacom CBS. I did find um, it was... Who was the original? I want to say it was it was one of the Hollywood rags. Variety or Deadline uh, attributed Prodigy to having 10 episodes in their first season, but I couldn't find an official version of that. Anyway, now it's going to be 20. Uh, but the catch is um, you're not going to get them straight away. So we were kind of laboring under the impression that we were going to have a straight Prodigy season, which... Um, so we just had episode four, um, so we were expecting to have that come through the end of the year, overlapping with Discovery, which would then go into next year, and then we've got uh, Picard and Strange New World, etc. Uh, but they're not doing that. Uh, this Thursday, uh, episode five of Star Trek Prodigy season one is going to be the last one before they go on hiatus. And they're going on hiatus for, I think it's about six weeks? They're coming back in January to round out the next five. <laughs> and then they're going to do another 10 sometime next year. We, they didn't say when. Um, I'm assuming, I don't know, the whole thing's strange. I, I don't know what to expect, honestly, because we're kind of getting out of the realm of what people normally do. So we're doing five episodes now, a six-week break. They'll have a little bit of overlap in the spring as well. Uh, sorry, in January with another five episodes. But then we already know that Picard is coming out and Strange New Worlds is going to be after that. So are they going to overlap the other ten? I don't know. Um, they were very vague. Uh, I wonder if I have a quote here from when they're going to do it. Uh, they just said at uh, a later date next year to be announced. So it's a mixed bag for Prodigy. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's been a little bit difficult for me to get into it. I actually haven't seen this week's episode yet because I know that it's going to be like going on break soon. So it's hard for me to get into it. But um, I think on balance, we're doing well. We've got a, a 20 episode season uh, and a season two coming, but you're going to have to wait for it. That's sometimes the way it goes. Anyway, so I completely, I, I don't backtrack on what I said last week. I still think it would have been a good idea for them to run simultaneously, eh, but it's now a moot point because they're not going to. Ah. <sighs> Honestly, I'd love to hear what any of you think about that. Leave me a comment or something or drop, drop me an email um, because that was really a, a thing that I was really looking forward to, uh, to seeing what would happen there. But, you know, um, such is not the case. Uh, and, uh, okay, moving on from that to other uh, disappointing Star Trek news. 
So, okay, so the the uh, Star Trek four, you know, uh, Arabic numeral four, um, supposedly the fourth in the Kelvin timeline, although we don't know, uh, has been a tumultuous journey thus far. It was um, Noah Hawley, then it wasn't Noah Hawley, and it was, um, it's, it's gone back and forth. Um, and then uh, earlier this year, they announced that this a, a new Star Trek film was slated to be released um, June 2023, which is great news. We like to have a kind of like a firm something we're aiming for, um, but that's not going to happen anymore. Uh, that has been uh, delayed until December of that year. Um, so what do we got? The delay is going to affect both the Star Trek and uh, also Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The next installment of the Star Trek uh, movie franchise we're gonna, is going to premiere on December 22nd, 2023. Now, I don't read anything into it. Uh, I think if you follow Hollywood news at all, everyone is delaying their movies. Uh, I don't know why that is. Um, my suspicion is because they're trying to plan around unknown effects of COVID-19 and also things like streaming is kind of messing up how people release movies. Uh, there, It's possible that they're having production issues or disagreements. I don't know. Uh, we've had a, a management shuffle over at um, Paramount Pictures recently, so that could have something to do with it too. I don't know. Um, and it's also like two years away. <laughs> but uh, the important thing to note is that the next Star Trek movie, which may or may not be Star Trek IV, uh, is now no longer a June release. It is now a December release, December 22nd, 2023. Um, oh, and don't forget, <laughs> while you're waiting, you can just watch all 13 of them over and over again on Paramount Plus because they're all there now, which... The completionist in me is really actually happy about that. I think I talked about it last week on this show, but the, all 13 films in one place, I'm happy with. All right. So that's it for sort of franchise movie news. Uh, I wanted to next tell you about something that kind of affected me this week. Uh, I don't know if you saw this post. Um, as many of you know, Will Wheaton is not on uh, Twitter anymore. I think he's on Facebook, but he's definitely not on Twitter. And um, I happened to see this post because I follow his wife, Ann Wheaton, and uh, it was um, very scary. And I, I had to read it a few times before I really understood what was going on. Basically, in a blog post on, on her blog on annwheaton.com, she really did a story of um, uh, Will Wheaton had a, a massive, scary seizure back in August that landed him in hospital. Um, and she recounts in her very personal blog post what, what happened to her, how, how she was um, going through that experience. Um, this was the first I've heard about it. I don't know if it was reported elsewhere before, um, but it, it's, uh, I believe they came, the cause of it was a, a conflation of a number of things. I, I think eventually in her post, she said it was a combination of a rapid onset migraine, a pinched nerve and a, a prescription medication. Um, and it was, 
uh, very scary. <laughs> and so uh, those of you who are very close to your loved ones, you will understand the fear that kind of happens there. Um, I won't read any of it. Obviously, it's not my story to tell. But if you were a fan of Will Wheaton, and I am a huge, huge fan of his ever since, um, you know, ever since TNG days and before, actually, um, you, you'll want to read this. It's very touching and it's very scary, but it's um, important. Uh, so you can go to annwheaton.com for that. The title of the post is In the Blink of an Eye. Uh, we've also got links to that on dailystartreknews.com. Please go and read it. All right, so <laughs> that's all the like serious news. <laughs> and now we get to go to the silly news. So a couple weeks ago, uh, we told you about uh, the, 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 the one Star Trek uh, phaser rifle that was going up for auction. Now, at the time, the story was that this ridiculous phaser rifle is going up for auction at a starting price of something like, was it $250,000? And that was ridiculous. (laughs) Why would anybody pay that much for a phaser rifle? But of course, it had precedent. So uh, the last time it went up for auction, it was $231,000 that it sold for, and that was back in 2013. And uh, since that happened, uh, the inventor of the phaser rifle, the original creator, Ruben Klamer, had passed away just a few weeks ago. Uh, so that the timing of that was important as well. So that auction's completed now, and you will not believe, you probably heard of it already, you will not believe how much this phaser rifle sold for. It sold for $615,000. That would buy a large, wonderful, luxury house in much, mo- most parts of the country. Now, in fairness, there is only one of these, and the package that it comes with had, um, you know, original sketches and memos and a a tremendous amount of of memorabilia that also came along with it. If you want a piece of Star Trek history, honestly, if I had that amount of money, I would probably pay that for that. Um, Yeah, I probably would. But still, uh, anyway, it's it's gone to a new owner now, um, and for just an astonishing price. Um, I hope it goes to a good home, somebody that's going to look look after it and take care of it, and just love it every single day. Uh, if you want to go and check out that lot, plus a bunch of other lots that were at the same time, they had um, original series tunics, they had original tribbles, all of which sold for just astonishing prices, as they do with. Uh, original Star Trek memorabilia these days. Uh, you can find out more about that on entertainment.ha.com. Um, that's the auction house that it sold through. Go and check that out. It'll be a tremendous amount of fun. So anyway, uh, that is it uh, for the news this week. Um, like like I said, all of the stories that I've talked about today, plus a whole bunch more, uh, and including um, their original sources, uh, videos, um, there's our events listing, don't forget as well. All of that stuff is over on dailystartreknews.com. You can also sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter, which is at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact and get all of these stories in your inbox every day. And then you won't have to listen to me wittering on about it all at the weekend. So go and do that. Anyway, um, 
So next up in the show, I'm going to do a little bit of show and tell, and I'm going to go over our uh, poll results. Uh, but I do want to remind you that everything you see here today, everything that you're listening to, is made possible by people like you through Patreon. You can find out how to add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Uh, you can you can support us from just a dollar a month uh, and you can support us on an annual basis from just around ten dollars. So please go and check that out. If you like what we're doing here, I would really appreciate it. Um, yeah. That's it. Oh, also, another way that you can support the show is by signing up to Paramount Plus through our affiliate link. Uh, you can find out more about that and how that all works um, at dailystartreknews.com forward slash Paramount Plus, and that's Paramount P-L-U-S. All right. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to do show and tell next. Uh, don't forget, if you haven't voted in the poll, go do that right now. Uh, what was the poll? It is, which supporting character are you most looking forward to seeing back in action in Star Trek Discovery Season 4? Now, I've picked supporting characters. You are more than welcome to write in your vote as well if there's somebody that I didn't mention. Uh, the choices in the poll are Reno, Linus, Owo, and Grudge. I know who I pick, is all I'm saying. Anyway... On to show and tell, and show and tell today is actually, um, I'm wearing it. <laughs> uh, I don't often wear, wear different t-shirts, you know, usually I'm in my black t-shirt, but today I'm wearing this one, um, partially because it's laundry day, and partially because I actually uh, adore this t-shirt and there is a, a good story behind it. So um, I don't know if, uh, if there are any Star Trek Online fans in the chat today, you might recognize this one. But this t-shirt is uh, not, it's a Star Trek online t-shirt and it's uh, from their uh, Agents of Yesterday expansion that came out. Ah, oh, geez. When was that? 2016 it must have been? Uh, because, yeah, it must have been 2016 because I will tell you, okay. So, um, I don't really do cosplay very much. It's just, it's not quite my thing. I do like... Um, I do whatever the equivalent of Disney bounding is usually, which is, you know, not quite cosplay, but like normal clothes that are evocative of the thing you're trying to be in costume with, if that makes sense. Um, but this, this year in 2016, I actually did do cosplay at Star Trek Las Vegas and I used this shirt as part of it. Uh, I dressed up as Maria Rosso, aka Zeronius Rex, aka uh, the Epo lady and <laughs> the lady who does the dance party on Ryza every year. Um, and I had a wig with my pink hair. For those of you who follow um, Maria Rosso on, on Twitter, you'll know she's got um, gorgeous pink hair. Um, and yeah, I, I cosplayed as her and I, I used this t-shirt as part of my ensemble. So it's got the, the cool little Agents of Yesterday thing here. I don't know if you can see the, the back Agents of Yesterday. Um, anyway, that was a great expansion because it was the first time we went from being in 2409 or were we in 2410 by that point? I can't remember. Uh, and we went, we went into TOS and it was all candy colored sets and uh, just a tremendous amount of fun. Um, they, they, they have, my favorite weapon was a type two phaser rifle. So uh, you can, um, I'm consistent, at least in my love of phaser rifles. Anyway, so my show and tell today is my uh, <laughs> Star Trek online t-shirt that I love and I keep and I still wear all the time, despite the fact that it was many, many, many years ago. 
anyway, so that's my show and tell for today. Um, please, I would love to see what your uh, show and tell is. Uh, you know, at me on Twitter, drop something in Facebook, or just email me. I would love to see the stuff that. You know, the weird and wonderful stuff that you accumulate over time because your third cousin twice removed once sent you a Star Trek Christmas tree ornament or, um, I don't know, your kid drew a Delta on your birthday card or something like that. That's the kind of stuff that I love, um, seeing people's like authentic fandoms. So please share it with me if you feel like doing it. And if you want me to, I'll share it out on our social media too as well. So anyway, thank you for that. So, uh... Up next, we've got the poll, uh, which is going. Um, if you guys have not voted in the poll yet in the chat, please do so. Uh, I'm going to flip over to uh, Twitter and check on how that's going. And, uh, and then in the meantime, I'll go through and read some of your chat as well. Okay, where's, uh, where's my Twitter? All right, today's poll question... Which supporting character are you most looking forward to seeing back in action in Star Trek Discovery Season 4? I am happy with these results so far. So this is just Twitter. Uh, there is still time for you to vote in the, in the chat here. Uh, so far, uh, Jet Reno is in the lead with 68.2%, uh, followed by Owo with 18% followed by Grudge with 9.1% and poor Linus. Poor Linus down the bottom with just four and a half percent. But that one's still going, so you can vote in there. And the, of course, the chat here is still going, so please, you know, uh, get your vote in there uh, in the next few minutes. All right. Let me just take a few minutes and say hi to some folks. Thank you everyone for joining me today, especially uh, if anybody has, is over in the UK and is missing um, uh, Destination Star Trek today, or maybe you were there today and you're listening in the evening. Um, that, that show has a special place in my heart because it was my very, 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 very first Star Trek convention ever in 2014. And I still, I have told that story so many times. <laughs> On on this show and others, um, I never thought I'd go to a Star Trek convention ever again, and now look at me. Um, but 2014 was the year that I met Gates McFadden. It's the year that I, I dragged my poor, suffering children to the most expensive seats I could buy for the TNG reunion panel with William Shatner. It was just a magical experience, and <sighs> the rest is history. Anyway, let's say hi to some folks. Uh, Dark Element 209. Anne, hi, Anne. I've got your email, and I haven't had a chance to respond to you yet. Um, and I do want to talk to you on the show. i got to figure that out. Um, Dr. Muhammad Noor is in the chat. Everyone say hi to him. He's a wonderful person, incredibly smart, and also a, an actual science advisor for actual Star Trek. Uh, he's got a great YouTube channel as well where he talks about um, uh, Star Trek-related biology things. Go and check that out. Uh, it's called uh, The Biotrek He Explains. He's over on YouTube, so uh, go and check that out. He has a whole, like, lab named after him. I'm in awe. Anyway, hi, Mohammed. Um, oh my gosh, Kristoff. Kristoff is in the chat. Hi, Kristoff. I don't know if he's still there. Um, 
Christoph is actually in London for Destination Star Trek. You did not have to come and watch the show today, although I do appreciate you being here. Pretty soon I'm going to deputize, deputize you as a as the Daily Star Trek News like uh, European uh, convention correspondent. I'm only half joking. Call me. Um, right, Peter, BC. Hi, BC. I'm sorry about the moon. I, do you know? So, okay, you know how I haven't had the moon going. Um, I also can't get this to turn on either. So I'm I'm missing batteries today. Uh, Paul, did I say hi to Paul yet? And David, hi David. Uh, listen, everybody, say hi to David and give him a big round of applause or the equivalent in the chat. Um, David keeps me sane on a daily basis by just being a really excellent writer and um, uh, keeping all of the content going for daily Star Trek news. Wardogheim, hello. All right, so uh, you've got about 30 seconds left and then I'm gonna close the poll. Let's see if I can find, are there any questions? Paul says, uh, lol, these YouTube videos always start with Alice in mid-sentence. Right, I'm going to have to figure that out because I, I apologize. I don't mean to do that. Um, maybe I'll have to come up with some, like, I don't know, a little song or dance or, you know, intro music. One of these days, one of these days I will get around to figuring out how to use an actual streaming <laughs> software rather than just my webcam. Um, that those that that day is um, not here yet though so sorry. So uh, in reference to talking about Dean Stockwell, Peter H points out um, that there is a um, a bit of a nod to Quantum Leap on the Enterprise episode detained. Um, <laughs> punching uh, with Dean Stockwell's uh, character um, punching keys on his handheld device just like Al did um, with his probably not with a cigar though I think they probably finished that um, before but didn't Ziggy just uh, not Ziggy didn't Al just basically have a tricorder isn't that basically what that was come on Ziggy <sighs> yeah uh uh, Christoph also makes a very good point. Um, he says Paramount Plus will come to the UK in early 2022, around the corner. He says, um, I, this is consistent with other things that I've heard. This type of thing, it's like it happens uh, slowly at first and then all of a sudden. So um, Paramount Plus is coming as part of the Sky Q service. I went and checked on Sky Q and they don't have at least in the UK, um, they don't have, like the press releases have all said about that Paramount Plus is going to come to that service, but if you go and you try to go through their website, there's no reference yet to Paramount Plus, although, listen, all parties involved there have a huge amount of motivation uh, to get that up and running because Paramount Plus is, you know, they're not top tier, you know, I like that Disney Plus totally copied Star Trek Day, but whatever. But Paramount Plus is is being taken seriously as a streamer, uh, so they everyone has motivation to get them going um, in Europe. So 
um, that's very exciting. Um, also, <laughs> speaking of things that are completely rumor and not, you know, based in fact or anything real, <laughs> Uh, there is a post going around on Twitter today uh, from the Trek Central uh, talking about the fact that John Van Sitters, the VP of Product Development for Star Trek, um, has said that, uh, and I'm not quoting, I'm not quoting, that basically Voyager and DS9 are going to get an HD remake at some point. It, he, he basically said it will happen. Um, he clarified a little bit saying that he thinks it'll happen at some point and he would love to see it. I don't think, I don't take that at all as an indication of anything actually happening. <sighs> but, you know, I, people love the idea of the, of the HD remakes of those shows. It sounds like people are talking about it. So, oh well. Okay. Any more questions? Okay, give me a couple more questions. I'm going to go ahead and close the poll. Okay. I'm going to check really quickly and see if anything's changed on the Twitters. Nope, it's still exactly the same. And here in the poll, you guys, you make me so happy. Right, 64% of the votes said that they would like, that they're looking forward to seeing Jet Reno back in Star Trek Discovery Season 4. I totally agree. I love her character so much. And she is one of the most believable characters on Star Trek Discovery. I mean, they, remember, this woman was stranded by herself in the middle of a war on a meteorite or whatever and having to care for all these people she was an engineer and she just made it work that woman has got history she's got grit i love that she does not take any crap from paul stemmitz i can't say enough about her so really looking forward to seeing her in uh in season four um <laughs> now here's something that's slightly different uh grudge came in in second place at 21 percent now i like the cat i i don't really understand the cat but i like the cat plus uh they're a maine coon and i used to raise maine coons so i'm a fan of the maine coon um, disappointing result for owo she is one of my favorite characters i loved her in the mirror universe she's just like so um, and really rocks gold eyeliner in a way that I will never be able to and I'm totally jealous of. Uh, poor Linus. Is it the sneezing thing, you know? Because he kind of looks like a lizard. I don't know. I'd like to see more from Linus. We'll see what happens. Any, anyway. Oh, man. Paul right in the chat. I, I am not sure what this comment is in reference to. But he's talking about Tarantino Trek. Can we let that die, please? It's not happening. Feel free to quote me on that when, when it actually happens, but whatever. Ah, anyway, uh, David in the chat says, we need a Reno novel. Have, have we not had a Reno novel? Why do I feel like we did? Unless that's just wishful thinking. Um... I know, David, you're buddies with uh, Dayton Ward. You did his interview, so get on that. I'm just saying if, if it doesn't happen, it's, it's not your fault. Anyway, 
That is all that I have for today. We've covered the poll. We've covered show and tell. We've covered the news. Um, that's all I got. So listen, just a reminder, this Thursday is the last episode of Star Trek Prodigy for a while. It's this uh, episode five, and then we'll get the new one in January. Uh, it is the season premiere of Star Trek Discovery season four. Uh, social media and the hashtag Trek fam is going to be insufferable for a few days. So if you want to avoid spoilers, make sure that you mute hashtag Star Trek Discovery everywhere. Also, if you happen to be watching Star Trek Discovery and you want to talk about it, please use the hashtag Star Trek Discovery so that you don't spoil it for other people. And uh, otherwise, I will see you on the flip side. Um, next week, I am definitely doing a show. The week after that, which is the week after Thanksgiving here in the United States, I am not going to be doing a show. So next week is the last one for two weeks. Um, I would love to see you there. And uh, yeah. All right. So I just want to remind you, uh, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, first of all, if you have made it this far, congratulations and thank you. Uh, but really, if you have the time, if you're able to come and join us on YouTube, it's a tremendous amount of fun and everybody's in the chat and it's great. Um, uh, also, uh, just another reminder that you can find all of this week's stories uh, and more stories, plus all the links to the original sources, more videos, uh, more photos, uh, things like people's tweets. Um, all of that is on dailystartreknews.com as well as our weekly events listing. Uh, go check that out, please. And of course, if you're missing your daily fix, then don't forget to sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. It's basically you get all of this uh, without me waffling on, um, but you get the, the, just the good stuff in your inbox every morning. You don't have to do anything. You just give me your email address. Uh, right. Anyway, uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, this show is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and all of the content, all of this week's stories are written by Chris Peterson, Marina Kravchuk, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and David Powell. Today's show, of course, was supported by people like you through Patreon. Uh, you can find out more and add your support from just $1 a month at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. I will be back next week more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.